theextraordinarychurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen. So I can't wait to share what God has put in my spirit. And if you can stand up for the reading of the word of the Lord, we're going to read in Exodus chapter 10, verse 7 to 12. And while you're looking through your Bible or your Bible apps, I want to share with you this past Sunday while we were in, in, in our worship experience. Uh, God spoke to me and He gave me the word that I needed to preach today. And, and, it's, and, and, it's, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to encourage you. It's going to uplift you. And it's going to help us to live according to His mission and plan that we ought to do in Him. So Exodus chapter 10, verse 7 and 12, to put you in context, Moses is dealing with Pharaoh and he's asking them uh, if they can go outside of, the, of Egypt and worship him. And Moses says, you know, it's about a three-day journey outside of the city and we're just going to go and worship. That's, the, that's all we want to do. We want to offer sacrifice of praise before God. And now we're here in Exodus chapter 10, verse 7 to 12. Then Pharaoh's servants said to him, because Pharaoh said, no, you can't go. And so his servants were like, how long shall these men be a snare to us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not yet understand that Egypt is a ruin? Because the plague were coming unto Egypt. So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh, and he said to them, go. Serve the Lord your God, but which ones of you are going? And Moses said, We will go with our young and our old. We will go with our sons and daughters and with our flocks and herds, for we must hold feast to the Lord. But he said to them, The Lord be with you. If ever I let you and your little ones go, look, you have some evil purpose in mind. And then he says, no, go, the men among you go and serve the Lord, for that is what you're asking. And they were driven out of Pharaoh's presence. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out thy hand over the land of Egypt for the locust, so that they may come upon the land of Egypt and eat every plant in the land and all the hell that is left. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to preach to you, no one left behind. No one left behind. Have you ever felt like you're out of place or like someone has forgotten about you or that you didn't get an invite that you were expecting? Uh, when I was younger, my parents had planned uh, a trip to Orlando, Florida, and they were going to do some business there, but at the same time, they were going to visit uh, Disney World. And they planned all their trip, and they only took my younger brother. And they didn't include me on the trip, not for any reason. They had already taken me on other trips, and they had already given me so much stuff. They just wanted to spend time with him. And they went to Disney World, and the feeling of being left outside of that plan and never being able uh, to go to Disney World with them. It was just an awkward feeling of they went without me. They, they, they went and they had fun without me. 
And maybe you felt like that at other places. Maybe you feel like your friends are organizing plans and you're not invited. And maybe you're feeling like uh, discouraged because they arrange things and then you have to find out through Instagram or Facebook that they've planned all these things and you didn't even receive an invitation. And that's a discouraging feeling. That's a feeling of why will people plan something that they could invite me and they didn't. And as we're shaping up this message here, I want to remind you that at Extraordinary Church, we don't want to live this extraordinary life without you. We want you to be a part of the extraordinary life that we experience in Jesus Christ. We want you to feel a part of the church. We want you to be triumphant. We want you to experience all the goodness of God. We want you to experience His presence all the time. We want you to live a life that is according to His plan and purpose because God did not meant for you to live an ordinary life, but He wants to give you extraordinary and extraordinary church. We believe that you have a place that here you're welcome, that it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter how bad you messed up last month or last night. It doesn't matter what's going on in your family or what's going on in your workplace. You are welcome in this place and there is a place for you here today and right now. And we do not want anything without you. We want you to be a part of the church. We want you to experience Him in the real and genuine spirit that He has. We want everything that pertains to the kingdom for you because God desires extraordinary. We want extraordinary for yourself. We want you to live an extraordinary life. We want you to feel a part of the kingdom of God. We want you to discover the plans and gifts that God has given you. We want you to be a contributing member of our community. We want you to be a part of our dream teams and to open up your house and your life so that we can do life together. We want you to do something for the kingdom of God. We want you and we want everything that you have to offer to the kingdom of God. We want you and we want to do life with you. We want to grow with you. We want to laugh with you. We want to go over and have coffee with you. We want to invite you over for dinner. We want to do life with you, with every single one of you. You are welcome in EC. You are welcome in our church. You are welcome in our lives. You are part of the kingdom of God. You are His son. You are His daughter. You belong to Him. And you are welcome here. You're welcome at EC. You're welcome in our lives. And we read here in Exodus chapter 10 that Moses says, well, if you're going to let us go and worship God, we want to bring everybody. We want to bring our young men and we want to bring our young ladies. We want to bring the old we want to bring the flock. We want to bring the herd. We want to bring every single person. We want to bring everybody. And as it pertains to EC, we have the same spirit. We want to do life with you. We want to worship Him in spirit and truth. And if you're watching this message online, we want to worship with you. 
That's why we open up the church. That's why we're here today so that we can do life with you. We can worship Him in spirit and truth. We don't want to leave anybody behind. We don't want to leave somebody outside of God's party. We don't want to leave anybody outside of the kingdom of God. You are welcome in this church and you have a place here to worship Him, to, to, to lift His name up. To, to live extraordinary life in Him. You don't have to worship Him by yourself. You don't have to settle down for, for, for a life outside of His kingdom. You don't have to settle down for a life of anxiety and depression and sadness. You can live extraordinary in Him today. Right here. And we want you to be a part of His kingdom in this place. We don't want to leave no one behind. No one behind and if you're sitting in our in worship uh in our in worship service i want to encourage you today i want to encourage you today this is an encouraging message this is a message from god that no one no one should be left behind i'm here to encourage every single dad and mom that if your son or daughter are not living for god we're not going to settle down. No one left behind. This is not time to give up on your son. This is not time to, to give up on your daughter. This is not time to give up on your baby. This is not time to give up with your children. This is the time to stand up in prayer and pray like a prayer warrior. Pray on their behalf. Pray for them. Lay hands on them. Call them. Love on them. We're not going to leave anybody behind. Young men, young women, if you have your parents outside the church, they give up their faith or they don't know God, this is not time to give up for anybody. We're not here to live a selfish life. We're not here to live a life that only thinks about me, thinks about my life, thinks about where I am, thinks about how good I am. But we are not going to leave anybody behind. This is the moment and the time to share the good news with absolutely everybody. I'm not going to live a life that lives behind my coworkers, that lives behind my friends, that lives behind my family and relatives, that lives behind the people I get to do life with, my neighbors and the people that I live around my community. This is the time I'm gonna make up my mind that absolutely everybody that I know, that absolutely every person that I know it's going to hear this message, it's going to hear that God loves them, it's it's going to hear that God wants them. It's going to hear that God has a plan for them. It's going to hear that today is the day that they get to live an extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. That if they want to be healed, they can be healed. That if they want to experience the goodness of God, they can and they will experience the goodness of God. That if they want and they have a question about God, I am going to be there for them and I'm going to teach them a Bible study. But no one is going to be left behind. Absolutely nobody. Because while I have breath in my lungs, I've made up my mind that I'm going to share this good news. I'm going to use my social media to do it. I'm going to use my life to do it. I'm going to use my voice to do it. I'm going to use my talents to do it. And I'm here to encourage you that today you have the greatest medicine in this world. You have the greatest message in your lungs. You have the most powerful and outstanding message in your life. And you ought to share this with absolutely everybody. But as for me as my, and my house, they will worship God. I am going to share this message. 
I am going to preach this message. I am going to spread the good news of God. I am going to do the will of God and share this. The greatest commission, the great commission was go into all the world and spread the good news. You have the good news. And I want like the spirit that took over Moses and said, uh-uh, we're not going unless, unless our young men go. We're not going unless our young girls go. I'm not going unless the elders go. I am dedicated that if everybody's going, we're going, but we're not going to live without them. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be, I want you to be with your eyes open, ready for the opportunity to share this gospel, to share this gospel, but we're not going to leave anybody behind. This is the greatest message. No one can get hope without Jesus Christ. No one can get experience real love without Him. No one can experience extraordinary without Him. They need Jesus. This world needs Jesus. We don't need a vaccine. We don't need medicine. We don't need more psychologists. We don't need, we don't, and I'm not making little of that. I thank God for psychologists. Thank God for doctors. But what this world needs, it's Jesus Christ. Because you can go up to heaven sick, poor, and broken, but you cannot go to heaven without Jesus Christ. You need Him in your life. And we have this message. And because we have this message, we have this responsibility to share it so that no one can be left behind. And in the book of Ruth, chapter 1, we read the story of Ruth and, and her husband, how they were in Bethlehem and they go out to Moab. And when they go to Moab, they go because there's no bread in the land of Bethlehem and they go to Moab and then their two sons meet Ruth and Ophrah and they meet them and they marry them and then, and then their, her husband dies both of her sons die and, and Naomi decides to go back to Bethlehem and she says to both of her daughter-in-laws, Orpha and Ruth, stay here, stay here and don't come with me. I can't give you any more sons that you can marry. I cannot provide that for you. So stay here and don't follow me. And I love Ruth's spirit because her sister after one try, she says, no, I'll come with you. And, and, and then her mother-in-law says, no, 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 stay here. And she's like, okay, well, I'll stay here. And she stays. But Ruth, Ruth responds, it's encouraging because she says, do not urge me to leave you or return from the following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God shall be my God. And where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. May the Lord do so to me and more also, if anything, but death parts of me from you. And when Naomi saw this, she was determined to go with her and she said no more. I believe that there are people out there with the spirit of Ruth, people that are ready asking for this gospel. And they're saying, your God shall be my God. I see you on a daily basis living for a God that I do not know but I want that message. I see people out there in the streets thinking, well, how can they have so much peace? How can they have so much joy after all that's hidden in this world, after all that's happening in our lives? How can they continue to worship God? And they're asking themselves, 
I want what they have. You know what they're saying? I want that gospel. I want Jesus Christ. Their God shall be my God. Their people shall be my people. This is why people come to our church building and they say this is like a family. Because right here, we're creating an atmosphere where you can live life an extraordinary level and you can feel a part of the community. You can feel a part of God's family. You can feel a part of what God's doing in our lives. And I want you to be encouraged that you have the greatest message in this world. You have the most powerful authority. But sometimes we get this idea like Naomi to say, don't, don't, don't follow me. Don't, 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 don't come with me. Just stay there. You're good there. But people are hungry. And I don't want us to be like Naomi. I don't want us to be like her. That it's trying to exclude people from God's kingdom. That's trying to exclude people like, like, like they don't belong here. Like they don't need to be here. I want us to have a spirit that it's so open and welcoming. I want our church to have a spirit that it's opening. That everybody is welcome. Absolutely everybody. Not just to our church building but to our lives, but to our lives so that we can learn to do life with people so that we push ourselves over the boundaries and get closer to people. I get it. People are messy and so are you. People have problems. So do you. People have situations in their lives and so do you. People have questions and so do you. People have things that intrigue them, and so do you. People fall apart, and so do you. People make mistakes, and so do you. It's time to love people where they are. It's time to love them regardless of what they're going through. It's time for us to say, to make up our minds and say that this message does not exclude people. And because I follow the messenger of this message, I don't exclude people either. It's time to make up our minds to say, this person needs help. I will come out and help them. It's time to open up our eyes and think further than our little petty life and say, I don't, I'm not here just for myself. I'm here to love on people. I'm here to open up my home and feed somebody. I'm here to open up my life and give a little bit to somebody else so that they can experience what I'm experiencing. And I know the questions. I know the thinking. I know you're thinking, well, I want somebody to be that for me. I want someone to take me out for dinner. I want someone to, to invite me over. Well, you be that person. You invite somebody. You ask somebody how they're doing. You take somebody out for dinner. You buy somebody a coffee. And you will see that somebody else will do it for you. But... Let's open up our minds and let's open up our spirits so that we can include somebody. So that we can think outside of the box and include somebody. That everybody must be welcome. Think about this. If Sunday, it's the only time you see your brother and sister, we got to fix that. And we got to do life outside of Sunday. But we're going to include absolutely everybody. We're going to include them. We're going to bring them on. We're going to, to, we're going to reach our hands and lift them up. 
You see, this world, it's busy. I get it. You're working, you have family, you have things going on, you have your family things going on, but you have time. Have you ever been like it happens to me, getting ready to go somewhere, or it's time to get ready to go somewhere, and you're thinking in your head, oh, I wish they would cancel on me. I wish they would cancel on me. I wish they'd call off. I wish they would just text me and say, well, I can't do it today. Can we reschedule? But that doesn't happen and you're dreading it and you're driving and you're like, what do I have to come to this thing? I don't want to be here. And then when you get there, you have the best time of your life. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to open up your mind and say, I'm going to be there for people. I'm going to go. I'm going to visit the brokenhearted. I'm going to talk to the person that doesn't have anybody else to talk. I'm going to reach out for somebody, but we are not going to leave anybody behind. I want you to just think about three people that you, that you said you were going to call them and you never call them. And I want you to call them right after service. I want you to, I want you to go up to somebody that you said you were going to go talk to and you didn't talk to them. I want you to go out and reach out to them and talk to them. I want you to, I want you to just make yourself a plan to reach out to those people that you said you were going to reach. Or if somebody that you haven't talked in a long time, but just call them, be there for them, ask them how they're doing, genuinely and truly ask them how they're doing, but do not leave anybody outside of the family of God. Don't leave anybody, don't, 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 don't create walls so thick that nobody else can come. Don't close the door so close that nobody else can open it up. But have a welcoming spirit that somebody can come into your life. Maybe somebody's life is dependent on a phone call that you owe them. Maybe somebody's just thinking and stressed because they don't know how to reach out to you anymore and they're waiting for you to just have the time to reach out to them. Life is too short, church. Life is too, church, too, too short and we don't have the time to waste and no one should be left outside of the family of God. If we're going to worship God, if we're going to praise Him, and if we're going to get through this life here on earth, you cannot do it on your own. You cannot be a lone ranger and grow in the kingdom of God. You cannot be by yourself and grow in the kingdom of God. You need to get out of yourself and reach out to somebody. But as a church, as easy, as a family, we're going to do it together. Together. And we're not going to leave anyone behind. We're not going to leave anybody outside of the family of God. We're not going to build walls so that no one can come into the church. And we're just happy with ourselves. Our door will always be open to absolutely anybody. The rich, the poor, the homosexual, heterosexual, black, white, Asian, Latino, absolutely everybody is welcome. And we're not going to be happy until every soul in Mississauga and in the GTA has heard the good news of the gospel of God, that Jesus Christ Die, was buried, and resurrected so that you can have extraordinary life in Him. We're not going to stop until there's one empty seat in our building 
We're not going to stop reaching out to people until there is hope and the backbone of the spiritual warfare in our city is broken. We're not going to stop until your son and daughter are worshiping God like you've prayed so. We're not going to stop until your parents are right here repenting of their sins and being baptized in the name of Jesus. We're not going to stop until they get the hope that you're experiencing. But today, the church, it's open for absolutely everybody. And as we worship God, everybody is welcome. And as we lift His name up, we want you to take a part of that. And as we sing out loud, even if you don't know how to sing, we want you to sing out loud with us. And if you don't have rhythm in your clapping, we still want you to clap. And if you don't know how to do church or how to pray or how to worship Him, we still want you to be a part of it. We still want you to be a part of the kingdom of God. We still want you to come out. We're still going to love on you. We're still going to care for you. We're still going to reach out to you. We're still going to be there for you. We're still going to love you. But we are doing everything so that you can be a part of the kingdom of God. And I want to close with this story. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 21 to 22, the Bible records that Jesus calls James and John, the sons of Zebedee, the sons of Zebedee. And the call was so compelling and so powerful that the Bible narrates that James and John left everything behind, including their dad, and followed him. But the Bible never mentions Zebedee again. And from there on, they are called the sons of Mary Salome. And I'm here to exhort our dads too. I'm here to exhort you, dad. I'm here to encourage you, dad. That your children, that your spouse, need you to be the head of the house. They need you to get up and pray like you've never prayed before. They need you so that you can stand up and be the spiritual head, the priest of your family. Yes, they need to eat. Yes, they need a house. Yes, they need you to be their provider. But provider, it's not the main Thing that God called you to be in their lives. He called you to be their priest. And while you are preoccupied with a second job or how to pay your bills and how to do things, your son and your daughter are drifting away from God and your household is falling away spiritually. And I'm just here to post this question to you. What's it worth to you? Is it worth it that you will provide everything here on earth, but your children don't make it to heaven? Or it's a better 
that you maybe you don't can give them the life that they want to but you can bring them with you to heaven i'm here to tell you what the bible says that seek you first the kingdom of god and all these things will be added unto you and if you make the kingdom of god the first priority in your life your household is going to be fine your children are going to be fine your spouse is going to be fine your job is going to be found but we ought to make the kingdom of god the priority we're not here to collect things in this earth but we are here to get ourselves up of this place and lead our homes spiritually it is the time that dad you'll get up every morning and pray for your kids and anoint them with oil it's time for you to get up and say enough is enough no more spiritual laziness we're going back to church and it's time for us to get up and say no my children's no my spouse no my family we're going to worship in spirit and truth and i'm here to tell you that today it's the day that we got to get up and fight for our families if you're a single mom i'm here to encourage you that god is behind you ec is behind you our church is behind you we're here for you and we're here for your kids and your kids will not be left behind either we're going to protect our children we're going to protect our legacy we're going to protect our families we're going to pray for them we're going to pray for them like never before we're going to bring absolutely everybody and if this world thinks they're going to get our children and they're going to get our young men our young women they're not even thinking right we have the most powerful message in this earth and we got to rally up and bring them on with us today it's the day of salvation and we're not going to leave anybody behind thanks for listening to our podcast join us next week for another message of hope and life in jesus if you like what you just heard we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends extraordinarychurch.ca we are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in jesus If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.